Welcome, RBA, to the first ever episode of my podcast titled Fake Ball. How's it going, everyone? Uh, We are about to start this for the first time ever, and we'll see how it goes. So this is uh, this is the RBA's first new podcast. Uh, th- this is the first podcast we've ever done, I believe, not hosted by J.R. Richardson. And uh, anyway, uh, I am the Arizona Greenbacks head coach, Jeff Hobbs. This guy sucks. And yes, thank you. And uh, I'm doing this. This is pure amateur hour, as you can tell already. I've got some drops here, but I don't even have a soundboard, so this is going to be terrible. But anyway, I would like to talk about the uh, the RBA for a little while. And uh, you know what? Who knows if I'll keep doing these. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But I figured the RBA needed a podcast because we have lots of people who are very into this league, uh, but who may want to avoid uh, or who may get tired of, of listening to or getting all of their updates from the human hellscape that is J.R. Richardson. So this is an alternative perspective on the league. I know a lot of people are, are very, uh, very into this. And uh, so anyway, I'm going to do the best I can to offer up an alternative that's better than J.R. Shouldn't be that hard at all. Anyway, so uh, let's see here. Let me just explain what this uh, podcast is going to be. It's... Uh, it's it's uh, going to be called This Week in Fake Ball. I probably should have explained this at the beginning. And this actually goes out to Chad Canick. Chad has for years referred to the RBA as fake baseball. So all I did was shorten the title to This Week in Fake Ball. Uh, for those of you who are of a certain vintage, I guess, uh, myself included, you may remember the TV show This Week in Baseball. We are going back... A ways here. This is we're talking like 1980s, early 1990s. I think, I think the show may have even started in the late 70s. Mel Allen hosted it, so that'll give you some idea of how old it is. Uh, but anyway, it was a great show, at least as I re- recall having watched it as a young child. Uh, but anyway, so this week in fake ball is not going to be a weekly podcast, its name notwithstanding. It's going to be probably, I don't know, three or four times a year maybe. I, it's hard to say. I I, uh, I have twin one-and-a-half-year-olds, as most of you know, so who knows what time, what, what my availability is going to be like going forward. But anyway, uh, yeah, it should be fun. I'm going to talk about the RBA here and there and probably try to issue a few of these a year. Uh, what is this podcast going to be about other than just generally speaking the RBA? I have no idea. Really, I don't. Um, but I've got a couple basic ideas for things to do. And the first thing I'm planning to do uh, in each of these podcasts is talk about the latest goings on in the league. So, uh, I may not talk yet about the, uh, I don't know if I'm quite ready to talk yet about the, um, 
the playoffs that are currently going on in the 2019 season. This is February 16th of 2020, and uh, one playoff series has been completed. The other first-round playoff series has not. But I would like to step on JR's toes a little bit here and announce a trade that JR has not yet announced. Uh, the trade was actually finalized today, so I can't make fun of JR too much for being lazy. But I just thought I would throw this out there. A trade has been completed between the Arizona Greenbacks and the Fort Duquesne Corsairs. And the trade is going to be Miguel Sano is uh, going to come over from Fort Duquesne. Arizona sends second baseman Adam Frazier and $35. So simple, fairly simple trade. Arizona gets a big bat at third base in Sano, uh, 920, 930 OPS, 70% usage, something like that. Um, Fort Duquesne gets a uh, very steady second baseman, nine in defense, about a 750 OPS, a uh, lot of usage, 85 to 88%, something like that in Adam Frazier. And because of the big bat that Arizona's getting, uh, they're going to throw the, they're going to try to set the balance by, by tossing $35 for Duquesne's way. So anyway, I figured I would just announce this trade before JR because, um, why not? All right. Uh, let's see other things, other segments of this podcast. I'm going to try to keep these short because, uh, you know, um, I don't think the podcast needs to go on that long. If, we, if you want to listen to a long podcast, you can listen to our replayed po- podcast, which usually run 45 minutes to an hour or even longer than an hour from time to time. Uh, but anyway, one segment is going to be the latest goings on in the RBA. Another segment, which I think everybody's going to hate, um, is this one. I'm talking about Lamar. I'm talking to me and daughter swingers. Yes, that's a quote from the movie Raising Arizona, and this segment is going to be called Praising Arizona. Now you know why you're going to hate this and probably never listen to the podcast. I'm going to try to keep this short, though. Um, There's no reason why... uh, Give me one second. There is no reason why this segment should go on forever. Uh, So... uh, I guess I'll just, this will be the first ever segment of this, praising Arizona. Actually, I'm not going to praise myself very much here, although the Greenbacks are going to contend next year. I think we've got a pretty good team going forward, anchored by uh, Gary Sanchez at catcher, George Springer having his career year thus far in center field, and now Miguel Sano at third base, also Colton Wong at second base, etc., etc. And Steven Strasburg will anchor the rotation. Emilio Pagan looking like our closer. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'll do a I'll do a a segment on most of these podcasts talking about the Arizona Greenbacks going forward. Uh, but that's all I really want to say uh, as far as praising Arizona goes this time. Uh, we'll see. We'll see about the future. I don't know. I'm sure there will be plenty of, uh, plenty of hard times to talk about as well. Another, another segment that I want to roll quickly through today is, uh, milestones. Some of you may have noticed that I, uh, started publishing milestones for teams, uh, this past season. And the only reason I did it was because I decided to put the franchise histories on the website, or not on the website, uh, rather in my spreadsheet, in the Almighty Hob spreadsheet. 
uh, I got tired of not knowing which franchises, which teams came from and that sort of thing. And it was just something I randomly decided to do on a whim one day, really, uh, more than anything. And so anyway, I've got these milestones here and there are a couple milestones I believe that were crossed since my last email. So I will quickly mention them here. I don't remember if I mentioned that Elm Grove, or rather the Elm Grove franchise, which started out as Collins Ferry, coached by Chad Kennick this entire time, reached its 1100th career win. This is the most of any team 70 above the Arizona franchise and uh, more than that above any other um, in the history of the RBA. So 1100 wins. They actually sit at 1122 now against 904 losses. Also, uh, the Middletown franchise has a thousand wins uh, big milestone there, of course, 1,002 to be exact going into this next season. The Middletown, the Middletown franchise was the Brooklyn Bombers, which was Steve Olery's team. Some of you may know Steve. Then the Louisville Louis, coached by Brian Lewis. Then the Buffalo Wild Wings, coached by Jason Fisher. I hope I'm getting all of this right. So far, I am pretty sure. Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh Piranhas, coached by the Struzinskis. I never met them. And now the Middletown Mounties. In fact, they've been Middletown for five seasons, going into their sixth. This will tie Middletown with Buffalo for the longest tenure uh, within this franchise's history. Buffalo was obviously a six-year, a six-year uh, contributor to the overall history of this franchise. I think that's about it. Uh, we've got some teams about to reach milestones. Um, not about individual. I'm not sure about individual coaches reaching milestones. Although I should mention that Josh Tingler and the Dunedin Clear Blues are at 806 wins, so they probably crossed 800 since my last email, but I'm not sure. Anyway, lots of milestones. I like to point those out where possible, and if I remember. All right, so um, looking forward to the next RBA season. Uh, should be a lot of fun. We're looking to do a, um, we're looking to do the draft this year in the DC area. Uh, haven't done that in a while. Um, I think there was one DC area draft and it may have been the one I missed going into the 2012 season. Actually, when I won my second title in 2011, I faced the Silver City Vultures in 2011 and I'm not sure uh, if it was held that year, but I was in Mexico City at that time. It's the only RBA weekend that I've not physically been there for. I was there on Skype uh, from Mexico City. I did take part in the festivities and all of that, and of course I managed my team in the finals against Silver City. But anyway, um, anyway, so we're going to do the draft in the D.C. area. At least that's the current plan in mid-April. I'm not sure that we have a host yet or any really concrete plans, but the that's the current idea. Should be a lot of fun. I'm planning to be there in person. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I would say I'm 80, 90% at this point. So, uh, yeah, yeah, should be a lot of fun. It looks like um, it looks like a season where we may have a lot of teams contending, like all but a couple maybe, and that would be nice. It's uh, It's been a while since we've had that, I think. We, we've had many rebuilding teams there's been a lot of disparity in the league lately. Um, but it would be nice to have a great, like, eight-team playoff race, at least for the first, let's say, two-thirds of the season, something like that. It would be nice to have a jumble of teams fighting over four spots. Um, all right, so regarding the uh, regarding this week in fake ball, 
I think, I think I'm about out of material. I covered everything pretty quickly. This was meant to be a relatively short podcast. I think most of them will be. I'm going to try to keep most of them uh, relatively short. However, I should also mention going forward that I am willing to have guests. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. I've got a, I've got a recording device and I, uh, for this and I don't know how it will go. But anyway, so in other words, I don't know how well it'll respond to me trying to have guests and, and do this as a, as a telephone call as opposed to me just yammering. Uh, but I think that's everything for this very first episode. Uh, this very first episode of This Week in Fake Ball. I'll go ahead and play us out here. And uh, I will go ahead and send this audio file out to the RBA shortly. So uh, thank you all for being with me. And depending on whether you all like this and want to hear more of it, who knows? Maybe I'll do another one. I am currently kind of planning to do, planning to do three or four of these per RBA season. But a lot of this is up in the air right now. So until next time, I'll see you all soon. <laughs>